Let me ask you a question. Oh, God. That's pretty good. No. I think it's important to, in your heart, answer okay. this question for me. Tell me. If you were to order the colors from last to first, how would you order them? Easy. Got Are it. you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to start. Orange. That's this, la- this is last. That's last. Orange, Orange. in last place. Right. Orange. No. No. I, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go through this, Here's, and then we can, we can debate after that. All right, all right. Orange. Yep. Yellow. Blue. Mm-hmm. Red. Hmm. Green. Hmm. Purple. Mm-hmm. Pink. So you want mine? Wait. Invert that exactly. No, you're crazy. And mm. that's mine. Oh. I think. Although pink, pink goes higher up. Any Pink's any great. order Pink's... at which green is near the top is an inaccurate order. Sorry. Are you computer. crazy? Hello, this is the Verge Cast, where we are no strangers to controversy. <laughs> that was a good intro. I like that. It was like a little what? anecdote. It was good. I don't know if that counts as an I anecdote. Don't That's, <laughs> that was literally just Chris randomly listing colors. I mean, they weren't random. I, I thought about it for about five Hello. seconds. This is our show where we talk about technology, uh, the people, the lifestyles, the the glitz, the glamour. Oh, man. So much glitz. I am Neil Patel. <laughs> I'm Chris Plant. I am Dieter Bone. Pipe check. I'm Sam Sheffer. There he is right there, everybody. So uh, a, <laughs> I will say, and I'm just going to open... I'm gonna, I want to open the show by acknowledging the, the criticisms of the show that we receive. Mm. Uh, and last week, the primary criticism was that we were crazy. Oh, well, that's oh, not... We yeah, are crazy, to, though. Uh, that, that's a, that's but a I'm going to try. I'm going to try. This is true. We're going to talk about technology news today. Okay. We For might, the most part. We are going to try to do it with some structure. Mm-hmm. Okay. We will almost certainly fail. Sure. But <laughs> I want you to know, the listener... That we are trying. Can, can I acknowledge a criticism too while I'm out there? Yeah. Uh, so I just want to thank everyone who left a comment. That is on, not I, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a criticism coming. Uh, a lot of people left very nice compliments uh, of our <laughs> show and said that you're ready for whatever the hell I'm going to make, which hopefully we are going to, hopefully, fingers crossed, pilot next week. Quit, but, quit, but, quit. no, 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 no. Here, here's the criticism. Self-promotion, no, 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 no. This has here's, nothing to do with no, no, I have just, a criticism for you, which I would is like this to thank everybody for telling me how great finish. the next Y'all, thing is. I want to give you the criticism. All right. There was one compliment. Here it was. That said... The show is great. I can't wait for what's tech with Chris Plant. Four out of five stars. <laughs> <laughs> what can I do to get the extra star? I don't know. And I think that what we're gonna have, what we're gonna find out today, is whether we can <laughs> so hit we five, can stars. five stars. That's fair. Can we actually just name that show Five Stars with five Chris stars. Plant? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's start with some news. A lot of stuff going on. Yep. I would say. This is perhaps not the biggest news of the week, but in the grand scheme of the tech industry, perhaps the most interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it will, I think, whatever. Apple released the, uh, there's like, there's stuff to say. Apple released the watch kit SDK. Chris, do you have some notes? I mean, you want to go right to them because they're not good on this one at all. Hit me. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I even wrote this. Verge? <laughs> oh, no, it was supposed to be Iverge. Iverge? More <laughs> like my Verge. I'm the captain now, wow. which I followed with Captain Toad, Game of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what? Uh, yeah, I don't, I, I, don't have, I actually have a real question for this. Yeah, yeah, no, But right. you should probably tell everybody about it. So, okay. The, the Apple Watch SDK, if you want to make an app for the Apple Watch, it has to, in with, the, in with minimal exceptions, moment. in this first moment, it has to live on the phone and, like, send this little information mm. to the watch. The watch can't really be independent with, like, I think clocks are the exception. Timers and clocks. Timers and clocks. Oh, what a watch does. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we built this wrist computer. <laughs> it, can, it can tell the time. <laughs> Come on. That's fair. All Someday right. you will be able to do standalone apps. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. That day is not today. Nope. Uh, or it can do notifications. It can do notifications. It can you can do glances. It can do uh, gigaws. I don't mean whatever gigaws. Um, gigaws, <laughs> not gogs. Gaws. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's there's two resolutions. Uh, it basically uh, follows a responsive design, so you don't lay out to the resolution of the watch. You have to have it be able to f- have stuff flow, which is interesting. It like flows from the upper left hand corner, which is weird. Anyway, the the point is. When you make an app, you have to assume that it will come in all kinds of crazy screen sizes, which is smart. Because God only knows how big this watch will be. Right. right? And there's two sizes already. 
Okay. I mean, that's what's going to happen to the watch is the same thing that happened to phones. Is that everybody thought three point five inches was the right size, and now we're all getting five point two, five point six, six inch phones. And same thing is going to happen with watches. We're like, this is too big, and then the next year, right. like, but the, the key here, and so I think there's like three things to think about. One is it's crazy that Apple's like releasing this more publicly before the watch comes out, which is supposed to happen sometime. Crazy next year. good. I mean, it's, it's, it's in the context of Apple, like giving people like what they usually do with this stuff is they sign a bunch of NDAs with partners and then they're going to launch the watch with 20 apps. Right. right? Like, but instead they're like, we don't know what to do. Here's some stuff. So are you, are you intimating that this is a sign of fear from Apple? I I am am not even intimating. I explicitly saying, I think this is a sign of fear from Apple. Why isn't it just a sign of the new open Apple that is happy to talk to people about it either? Yeah. Or recognizing that leaks happen. Like, I, I expecting nothing. I mean, I know that they're good about leaks, but expecting nothing to come out seems... It's weird for Apple silly. to talk... I mean, just, like, historically, it's weird for Apple to release this much underlying data of how the thing works. Sure. As opposed to tell the public, like, how awesome it's going to be. New Apple, dog. You saw that Bloomberg yeah, cover. Yeah, but that's backwards. Like, that's totally no, backwards. No, but this is the first gadget of the Tim Cook era. Yeah, this is the new Apple. And so it's getting run fine. via the Tim Cook method. I mean, and also, like, I, I, I will grant that there could be an the element Cook, of fear here. I, here's what I would say. I the Tim Cook method looks awful like the Microsoft method. Or the Which Google is fine method. because Microsoft's but, doing awesome things now, too. It, it looks an awful lot like this guy. The, the natural way that humane technology companies release new products. Fair. <laughs> I like to use the word humane there. That's yeah. nice. Uh, fair. I just think that. Apple doesn't know what the killer app for this watch is. And they're oh, releasing yeah, it. totally. Sure. And they're it's, releasing it's, it's, a bu- And if they did, they, we would not see this. It's that's, tra- what I'm, it's, that's what it's I'm saying. It's drawing penises and, and sending heartbeats. <laughs> that's that's that what heartbeat. it is. Dong draws. Dong draws. Um, so anyway, so here... So, oh, did you forget the... No, never mind. Uh, did you... So the other thing is, uh, Nilai put together the list of the different uh, oh, the, inter- the interaction metaphors you need yeah, to I, know. Yeah, I just haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Because um, there's obviously... Like, Dieter and I actually argued about this post a little bit. I, so, think, you, I think you missed one, is what I'm saying. Uh, anyway, so there's two sides of the watch. Native apps are coming next year. Nobody knows what they will be uh, able to do. Although uh, oh, yeah, developers totally on Twitter are kind of like intimating that this watch is underpowered. Yeah. Uh, that I've seen that around out there. Um, I don't and, care if it's underpowered. But like basically mm. the thing about this watch, which is crazy, is that your iPhone just sends like no, various kinds of notifications to it. Yeah. That's really what it does. Well, it can send complex data to an, a, a, a companion app. Yeah. I, I don't get the yeah, sense that it can only send notifications. Like that, and that's the whole point of what glances are, right? Well, and right. how extreme is that? Like, if, could you theoretically make a game on the on your iPhone and then stream it like you would do game streaming to your, your so watch? So I don't no. know about video, but so, you could you could have the no, watch be a, cool. you could you could have the watch be part of the game in some way. Like oh, you're playing the thing and then great. twist your wrist or tap your yeah. watch or twist the right. dial or one any of the other. Johann Sebastian Joust is the one and only game you're going to play with it, basically. Oh, you, wait, you not, no. that's we, Everybody know. holds up a stick and then you knock people over and then that's how you get pushed out. It's great. All right. So it's complex. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. But like the thing about releasing like this the now, cones of Dun, they, they announced this watch. Yeah. yeah. They uh, uh, and I'm just like I'm I'm just at this point completely on the record with my extreme skepticism of this thing, right? I am not as skeptical as you are. Okay, but so they and here, but I'm going to read this list, and you saying I missed one. No, I think I I, you got it. It's here. Uh, And I'm going to and this this list is why I'm skeptical of this watch. Here, guys, get prepared for incredibly deep and nerdy arguments. This is going to get super nerdy. And I, I want to head out like I'm whatever. I'm just going to read the list. This is a list of things, names of interactions you have to know in order to fully use the watch. Okay. Okay. Short look, long look, glances, notification actions. Then, uh, admittedly, you don't have to know these names. They, they all do different things: vertical swipes, horizontal swipes, and edge swipes. Taps, taptic engine feedback. You can use Siri. You can force touch the watch, which, again, the worst name in history. Mm-hmm. You can scroll with the digital crown. You can press the digital crown's button. You can single-click the side button to open the Friends app, which is where you draw dongs. And you can double-click the side button and then wave the watch at an NFC at a, at a credit card machine to pay with Apple Pay. Now, I just want you to try. Like you've, you, are, you are wearing the Apple Watch the first time. 
and you walk up to a friend. Now, just to, you did this with an iPhone at one point in your life. You did it with, I did it a lot with my first iPod. And someone said, hey, is that the iPod? And I said, yeah. And I would hand it to them and be like, you go around in a circle like this to move up and down the list. You push this button to go back and you press that button to play. That was all anybody ever needed to know. Now, just imagine handing the watch to someone and being like, here's how you use it. Learning what, curve. Are you, what are you going to say? Play with it for two <laughs> minutes. Figure out how to use it. It's a new device. There's new <laughs> gestures. It's fine. No. It's like the, when, the I, when, the, when the iPhone first came out, it was a black slab with no, no, one no. button. With the, when the iPhone came out, what you said was you just scroll with your finger and you push this button to go home. Yeah. That's it. And then, and then when you were ready... When you, were, when, when you were ready. Pinch to zoom. You were like, check out how you zoom in on a do, photo. Do you think the iPhone also benefited from the iterative process? Because, like, I mean, things the like The iPhone copy benefited and paste from having six months Apps of commercials to explain later. that stuff. Sure. Right. right. But, like, those, the things that we now take for granted came out over time. Right. I mean, and that, this is right. coming in Apple as, like, was really, really good at teaching people how to use stuff. Right, right. So after sure. all of the, the first however many years the iPhone, the three years of the iPhone, sure. then they released the iPad. And the iPad was, right, a big iPhone. That was big criticism. But it's also its greatest strength because you got one. You already yeah, you knew how to use it. Sure. This, this thing is, like, it's not a tiny iPhone. Explicitly not a tiny iPhone. It has all kinds of new interface paradigms, and all of them say to me they don't know what it's for. So the other the other problem that doesn't get into in this SDK, but we got into when it first launched, is the iWatch has. I'm going to say one, Apple, two. By the way, it's Apple, the Apple. God Watch. damn it! Yeah, the Apple Watch has one, two, three, four kind of zones of apps zones of things that it does so there's the watch face yeah there's the home screen there's notifications that come in Mm -hmm. and technically you could split that into two because apparently notifications are split into short and long glances short and long looks excuse me oh my god and then there's glances right which are like the like information widgets so notifications are from the top uh glances are from the bottom the watch is just an app and then so it's not really it, – it actually sits alongside all of the other apps. The apps sit in the middle next to the home screen. So the iPhone has home screen apps done, and then they added Siri for search. There's also Siri on the watch too when you, when you talk to it, which is great. Um, the watch has a home screen for apps done, except you know they've also got notification. The iPhone's got that. They've got swipe up for glances. On the iPhone, you swipe up for utility crap, but on the watch, you swipe up for like other things you can look at. Yeah. I love utility crap. Yeah, um, it's the best. But like the I home, use a flashlight all the time. Home, I use more than the anything. default home thing for the Apple Watch is the home home screen of the galaxy of apps in that insane circular layout, yeah. not your watch. That you face. scroll into using yeah. the digital crown. I mean, all I'm saying is from what little we know of this right now, Apple has not provided any particular reason to buy this except Apple made it. Right, it's very pretty. Yeah, it's, and, it, yeah. and some of them are very it's, pretty. Some of them are very pretty, which they will be expensive. And the things that you can do with it are so numerous. Like the here, like this list. So you know, the commenters are like, you can make this list for a phone, and they like made the list for the iPhone. Like, mm-hmm. You can swipe down from the bottom. You can, well, but yeah, all, we, Neil and I got into this over notification to actions. Does that really count as a different kind but of? But like you have to hear. All I'm saying is, it's like it's, a, it's when, like tapping a button when software does something for regular people. And it's not predictable, and you don't know why it happened, and you don't know why to do it again. It just causes panic, yeah. right? And, like, I see that with the iPhone all the time. Like, random boxes pop up in apps or, like, the system's like, enter your IMAP password. And people are like, what the fuck? And they hit cancel, right? Yeah. Like, that's a weird thing. And, like, it's bad because it's not predictable. You don't know how to get back to that screen. The, uh, the, the watch is full of things, like short look and long look. Full of things where you can't just make it do that again. Yeah. Can I give you two yeah. reasons why I like don't have interest in buying it at this point, though? Yeah. Other than the price, which I think is just cost prohibitive, mm-hmm. uh, is when I hear that it's pulling from the iPhone and my iPhone battery is already so unreliable. Yeah. I hear that. And, and I'm sure that they probably have something that will make this better, or, or at least I'm <laughs> sure that's what they're thinking. Right, right, right. Uh, I would right now. I worry about getting to the end of the day with my battery, especially yeah. if I'm like playing a game on it. In for my experience, like a using hour. a smartwatch, a Pebble with the iPhone, and using both Pebbles and Android Wear with uh, Android phones, it's like it seems more ambitious than a Pebble. Though. Well, it is more ambitious than a Pebble, but I would 
guess that you're actually you, if it's more than a five percent hit on your battery, I'd be surprised. Sure, that's my guess. The the other thing I'm is, more concerned about the watch battery itself. I'm more concerned about the yeah. watch getting to the end of the day than I am about yeah. The, that's clearly well, not and happen, and the, the underpowered iPhone. argument, not power battery power, but computing power, sounds to care. me like oh great, I'm gonna have to buy another one of these in a year. It well, sounds like that. there's something that this feels like. Phase one, people are going to buy this, and that'll get us to phase two. And yeah, as somebody some who bought the iPod like video, I know, but people people are, do that. People spend that money. Yeah. And, and they don't have to hit maximum numbers right away, right? They need to get that base audience who's going to be really excited about it, who spent so much money that they're going to be thrilled to show it off to everyone and talk to the rich friends I mean, what's, what's interesting to me is that the, the people I talk to, like, in the Valley are totally polarized. Some people are like, no, it's great. You're totally, you're skeptical and you're, you're wrong. And other people are like, this is a disaster. And no one is like, <laughs> wait and see. But I mean, isn't that how people were with the iPad when it launched? I mean, I remember I those think... early iPad reviews where people are like, oh, this no, is any a joke. person who is like, like an app developer or like whatever, like they oh, immediately developers. saw, okay. they immediately saw what the iPad was for yeah. and they, they saw where it would go. And I don't think anybody predicted that it would hit that like wall of growth. Yeah. Right, that that surprised pretty much everybody. Like they thought it was another rocket ship, but that early slope where it just like shot up in popularity, most people who were like making apps for the iPhone like immediately saw it. It was like the wider public that was like a. It was called the iPad, which in retrospect, all those jokes were totally wrong um, because nobody cares. Um, and B, it was like this is just a big iPhone. Yeah. And what has happened over time is the iPhone's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And the iPad is like, Oh, it really is just a big iPhone. But at that moment, that was fine. That was like a great split. Um, with this though, it's like, everybody is totally polarized. Like I, I still don't know why Apple wants you to buy this thing and their entire, their, the way they talk about it and the way they're acting about it is they don't know either. Like I, they haven't shown any one reason that you would like go through a day with this. Or how you would go through a day. This is getting into conspiracy theory territory, but the whole health movement too. I I know so many companies have tried to like actually monitor your body data. Right, Mm -hmm. that's the whole thing. We're Mm -hmm. gonna we're gonna create the magic thing that is going to be able to really monitor your body data. It's gonna be able to basically give you a blood reading. Uh, (laughs) You know, like everything, and it's gonna tell you everything to do with your entire day. And obviously, that's not ready but we know lots of people are they want it like it's the holy grail is this like is this like a stopgap is it like well we thought that would be available by now it's not but we're still going to release this watch Mm. i don't know i mean it just with how much people are obsessed with fitness and i mean it's all over the people who are looking for this i mean i remember (laughs) go with games being an e3 when nintendo had that like we're yeah, gonna yeah, put a thing on your oh finger, God. and and that's has, gonna has change your life. Anything come out of Nintendo's promise to do health? Oh, to do health? Shit? No, I mean more Wii Fitter and stuff. Does yeah. anything come out of Nintendo's promises? I think it's a totally hey. fair question. Right. Smash, 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 Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers, Smash Brothers. Hype check. Apple Watch. We gotta wait and see. <laughs> come on, <laughs> that's check. great. That is a hype. The whole po- what hype is the, the the definition of hype is like You're not the thing to itself, the but the excitement around the thing itself, and therefore it exists, and you can yeah. hype check it. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to wait. I'm be- excited before I cautiously pass any- beef. No, I, I, Sam. Sam saying though, I'll wait and see. Though could be the truest statement about what <laughs> yeah. we're talking about. Like right. that is. That's I just, the I hype. just, I get the criticism, and it's like fun to talk about this stuff because we are in tech. But like, how the hell can you really talk about something that you've never used? Like, so uh, we, that, we, we've used. All right, it right you here. guys have used it. it. Okay, fine, guys. fair. Yeah, you right guys here. have used it. You haven't you haven't owned it. You guys are like fucking bulls. You haven't you haven't you, Yeah, we're the cool kids. Yeah, look at our varsity jackets. Yeah, we got the letter, bro. Cool. I, I never had just, a varsity jacket. You just caused, called your boss. Uh, oh wait, 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 wait! I had, I had a varsity jacket. Oh my god! Because I was the captain of the knowledge bowl team. Oh my god! Oh okay. My god. By the way, Dieter Bone definitely not a bully. <laughs> Impossible to reconcile those we two ideas. We're always in last place because there was an actual there was a quiz bowl team that always won state, and then anybody that couldn't get on the quiz bowl team got on the knowledge bowl team. Oh, we just opened a deep it dark was, hole. Yeah. Wow, but yeah, we gotta wait and no, see. No, no. I'm How gonna do you buy one. About the Quiz Bowl team. Uh, oh man, those just <laughs> whatever. The Quiz Bowl team. Can I name names? They were the bullies. Can I name names? I think you should. I don't think I. Think it's not fair. <laughs> do you have like an arch nemesis? Just uh, <laughs> all, 
All I'm saying. I'm beginning to Mike, understand. Wait, here, Mike. I'm, all I'm saying is. I'm oh. beginning to understand why Dieter is so invested in the movie Pitch Perfect. <laughs> Like it's all really beginning to come together for me. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm objectively. Uh, uh-huh. It's because it's, the movie is just better than anything else. It's. I'm, I mean, we're going to get to it, but it's Aka. Awesome. Let's just get to it. Oh. <sighs> so the Pitch Perfect trailer came out today. I mean, yep. I we are. This was like the the end of the thing, and it got bumped up to number two. <laughs> like no, seriously. Like it came out today. I yeah. will. I, I here's a little window into the Verge office. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Plant published it without like asking. Lightning, <laughs> lightning fast posted the pitch for perfect trailer to the website. Our copy editor was like, "Why didn't you let me copy it?" Which, like, by the way, no time. It, 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 no it needed time. to be. I'm there. We were too. For, uh, for a while, one of the most popular posts on the site. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, convoluted and insane uh, headline. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, also, I mean, like literally, <laughs> people, that, people that headline was. I would I would say an expression pitch into perfect what is in two Chris trailer art. Pitch Perfect Two trailer reminds world Pitch Perfect is brilliant and should be seen by everyone. Like what is confusing about that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, in terms of sentence structure, many things are confusing about no. that. No. Mm, okay, it's in the passive voice. Yep. Can we, talk, can we talk about the trailer? Let's talk uh, about the, the trailer. Um, the important thing to know about grammar is when to break the rules. Right. So, so the reason this breaks the rules, why it's important. It has it has a beautiful <laughs> alliteration, which would go well in acapella. Two, oh it's a pitch perfect to the sequel, and therefore the, the phrase pitch perfect gets said twice as quickly as possible next to each other. Yeah. Perfect, pitch perfect. And then we're, it ends really, with everyone because we're everyone really, we're really reverse engineering the worst headline. <laughs> no, no, I, I I have what's called a skill. I'm not saying it's a beautiful skill, I'm saying it's a skill. <laughs> anyway, the, I would say the office like exploded and doing it. Like we listened. Also, Chris was listening mm-hmm. all day as the music from this trailer started filtering out of laptop. Do you know why laptop. no one uh, copied it? Also, because I sent it to multiple people and everybody watched the trailer before they read the damn post. Yeah. <laughs> also, can I just say like I'm very excited for this movie, Pitch Perfect. The original Pitch Perfect is amazing. This trailer uh, kind of bust. So no, 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 no. The first. There's a lot of fan service up front. You have to you have to go through a whole song that you'd already heard from Pitch Perfect One. Mm. But after that, mm-hmm. it gets in there, and there's mm-hmm. hints of craziness. Somebody gets sucked up by leaves. Dude, there's a pillow fight. Somebody, oh okay. Elizabeth Banks is directing it, and she's part of okay, like that yeah, whole like I'd, state mm-hmm. David Wayne yeah, yeah. group. Uh, and she's hilarious. I have no doubt that it's going to be like much weirder than a mainstream commercial makes it look. Right. Okay. And that's what's great about Pitch Perfect One. No, I think it, I think. Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. One was it's like a very like weird. straight ahead movie. I think what? it's. I think they. It was like somebody made a straight ahead movie, and they're like, eh, "We're gonna actually be drunk at the wheel the whole time." That, that's cool. I like those. Like, does that make sense? But this one is like drunker. Like this oh, one yeah, looks yeah. like an eighties movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, re- like it really looks okay like a classic. You, you 80s keep on movie. making our point for us. Yeah, uh, then uh, it looks great. I'm not gonna. What I look, my you, you should only, be happy because it has a packer in it. It does, Clay Math, and several other Packers. Clay Matthews and like that's fine. I'm happy about it. Also, my team's going to beat your team this weekend. Wow. Here's also, blah, Neil, blah. I asked, Here's fact. why did you not write that there's a Packer in this in the headline? <laughs> no, and, you- I, and I said because it's not JJ Watt. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any it didn't, sense. No, I no. know. All right, let's talk about Nokia. The trailer's good, basically. Oh yeah, hype check. Did you just did you just sad hype check by yourself? We needed to conclude the point. You guys talked about the headline more than the trailer. I'm gonna see the movie because there's great singing. Hype check, pitch perfect too. Maybe seeing it in theaters. Oh, I'm seeing it in the theater. For oh, for hashtag teens, seeing it in theaters is a big deal. Uh, what are the win. chances that Taylor Swift is in Pitch Perfect Two? I would say yeah, zero. zero. That's zero. a bummer. Um, no. We really need to start Verge Teens. It's like a, a, mm. the the more I think about the opportunity for us there, and it, it can get in a fight with Racket Teen. Yeah, well, Racket yeah. Racket Teen, if you didn't know, is an amazing Tumblr uh, about teens. teens. <laughs> Great, that didn't make you sound like an utter creep. <laughs> no one in the government just wrote your name down in a little black it's book. About, it's not about teens. It's about hashtag teens and okay, like, what, what hashtag teens think of the the rest of the internet. They, they ride the teen wave. They you know what I like? I'm the, I'm the captain. Did of you guys that teen see wave. this? They cut to Sam way before he said anything. <laughs> <laughs> you said hashtag teens, and they're like, Just Sam, 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 Sam. Sam. Uh, no, there's, 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 there's like deep media story behind Racket Teen, right? Like, 
they started First Look Media with Glenn Greenwald and the thing. They had the intercept and they hired Matt Taibbi from Rolling Stone to start right. Racket. And then he left and went back to Rolling Stone. And the editor in chief of the intercept went back to Gawker just now. And start. Racketeen is like, if you take all of that mess and then wrap it in hashtag teens and put it on Tumblr, it's, that's what that is. We should start Ratchet Teen. No. 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 <laughs> Disagree. Disagree. Just, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I love you, Sam, but disagree. Nokia. Right, let's talk about Nokia. N1. Nokia has made an Android. Ta- well, okay, I'm sorry. Nokia has designed <laughs> an Android tablet, and Foxconn is making it. Um, it is but a... Can we, just, can we just be clear? This is Nokia under Microsoft. No. No. This is no. Nokia. <laughs> this is... Nokia, the separate company that we thought was just going to do, like, big telecom infrastructure crap. But no, they're also going to be designing devices because they're in... Or Foxconn. Or Foxconn or whoever else. And, and then, so... Uh, so let me just let me just lay out, yeah, yeah, let yeah. me lay out the whole timeline for yeah. you. Stephen Elop is born. God. <laughs> it was the year. Yeah, yeah, right. He is raised by a society of thieves to be a double agent. <laughs> Fact. James Bond. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Go, no, go on. This is <laughs> let's not. Let's no, no, no. This is the plot to Ocarina of Time. <laughs> Fair, but it's also the Stephen Elop is a Gerudo. He oh, goes to work for Microsoft, his original and true employer. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he is trained in the art of corporate deception by Steve Ballmer. Then he is sent by Steve Ballmer of the Ballmer to become the CEO of Nokia, where he promises to turn the company around. But really, if, he was just a turncoat. But he was a turncoat, <laughs> and after a series of convincing metaphors involving peeing into the ocean. While on fire. That's not true. There was no peeing. There was just that's leaping. Pee, that's peeing on yourself to keep warm. That was An- Anton whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> he convinced... <laughs> I'm not some but somebody is. <laughs> okay. Right? Nokia so, got stung Nokia by a jellyfish. A, Nokia is at a crossroads. Okay. Right? And there's a jellyfish. There's no jellyfish. At the crossroads. But somebody's peeing. And, no, no, and at this crossroads, what happens is that various executives tell, like, Finnish folk tales. Right? Yeah. It's the plan and of the, Angry Birds. And it, involve, it involves like campfires no, and no. creepy and like woodland creatures. Are all, are, are all convincing arguments for why Nokia shouldn't use Android. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Right? So, uh, and I can't remember, Anton Varnsky, what's his name? He has a name. And, his and, story is about the young Finnish boy who was cold, so he peed on himself. And that was his metaphor for Android. It will keep you warm in the short term, but then you're soaked in urine. It's true. <laughs> That's, so that's good. that's him, that's good. and 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 Elop is like, yes, this is my opportunity, and then writes a memo called the Burning Platform Memo, the ultimate expression. It's like everything he ever learned about being a spy. N.C. Van Yoki. N.C. Van Yoki. I don't know, I don't know where I came up with uh, that uh, name. Uh, yeah. uh, he writes, we we there came a time when like this Finnish oil rig was on fire, and you had to run into the fire or jump into the cold sea, and yeah. the cold sea was Microsoft. It was Windows Phone. Yeah. Right? So you either, my- either stayed on the platform and died from fire. <laughs> or that was, that was Simeon. Or, that no, but, that, but the problem with the metaphor is Android <laughs> wasn't even true. included as like, there was like, oh, but by the way, there's a lifeboat <laughs> yeah. right over there. You could just climb up. down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Google's like, there was a big ass boat and the helicopter. Dude, like, and hey guys, we're, just, we're and right he, here. And the other dude just on it, just peeing all over. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> peeing on themselves. That's Yala. Those guys. So after that, he switches them to Windows Phone. Uh, many hilarious failures ensue. <laughs> Microsoft buys Nokia. Mm-hmm. I promise not to get weird. This is a, this is the reality. This, this is what really happened. <laughs> this shit went down. Like f- the Finnish Microsoft tales. buys Nokia, and then in short order, is like you know what? Right, like, and Nokia- they, but they only bought devices, and so they bought the cell phone part. Right. Right. They didn't buy they the galoshes that. part. They killed the Nokia brand name. Now it's just like Microsoft. They bought the galoshes. They didn't buy the galoshes. They bought the urine soaked galoshes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Nokia started out making rubber. <laughs> I got it. I'm with it. Oh. Right. The other part of Nokia, which is still Nokia, was like, we'll build the, uh, the good stuff. The cell towers and Yeah, cell towers and infrastructure oil rigs that are burning, not burning, whatever. It doesn't yeah. matter. And now this leftover Nokia is What's saying, that? we're going to design Android tablets for Foxconn. Yep. And Somewhere, get... and Stephen Elop is like, yes, my plan has come to, co-. like, I don't know. But what he, no, he's at Microsoft, though. Just imagine Just his day to day. 
Like Stephen <laughs> like wakes up every day and he's like, I did it. I mean, right now, it's really hard to imagine anyone not covered in piss. There's gonna, <laughs> there's gonna be just like a super dark Scandinavian movie about Stephen Elop living his life after having completed his turncoat mission, just like an old spy. Yeah, no, now he like runs the Society of Thieves. Right, like that's his back. reward. <laughs> he's the king of thieves. <laughs> What do you have on your notes for this? I mean, okay, so sometimes... I want to talk about the nerd specs of the tablet. Well, I want to hear about it because I'm going to be honest with you. Sometimes I write the notes not reading the story. Like, I just, like, see the link. Uh And my my notes were, Nokia, love me some snake, love me some granny phones, took Twitter off my phone. Now I'm all about that Nokia. Where's the beef? Right here. And then I click the link. Wait, this isn't a phone. <laughs> and then I actually oh want this times a million, which is true. Yeah. Because like I I want that. Oh man, like an Android version of the iPad Mini. Well, that's what I want. We haven't even gotten to that. You look All at right. this thing, and it is an iPad Mini. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. People are like, like there's like, no way around that. Yeah, like if you literally do not think mini. that this is an iPad Mini knockoff, or at least a, right. it, the which, nice way of saying knockoff is clone, whatever. You are crazy. And Which, they, by the way, makes their their claim that like they they want to keep their design lead in like continue innovating. Yeah. Like all of the, it's like we we tried to do everything we could, and this is what we could do. And so <laughs> Nokia's, Nokia's excuse for this, by the way, is basically if you want to make a tablet with this size screen and high quality materials, this is what it looks like. It's not our fault. Like if you want to make a tablet like this, it has to look like an iPad. I don't think that's true. They could make a different color on the back. Is, is the Microsoft Nokia mad that new Nokia or yeah, We're not Nokia. copying anyone. We are creating our own design. Is there some sort of like... Beef? Yeah. Are they, uh, is Nokia allowed to make devices like that? There's only so many ways you can make this product is the exact quote. But I, I want to know Sam's, the answer to Sam's question. I, I, yes, they're allowed I, to do whatever they I mean, they probably don't care about each other at this point. Old yeah, Nokia, sure they're, new they're Nokia. Still you think there's some? Oh, that's nice. No, I, I think that. I mean, they're there's all some... still in Finland. Many of them were laid off. And Sunnyvale, mm. and Sunnyvale. I mean, like else. the at this point, it is actually hard to see why Microsoft bought Nokia. Yeah. It, well, because like, no one's buying Windows phones. Still. Well, we haven't. We need to wait and see. We need to wait and see. We need to wait and see if they're going to com- be able to come out with compelling phones next year. Like and right. I know you're like oh you got to give two years for no they they need to come up with something like like at CES next year maybe that would be a good time yeah I strongly suspect that they will not do anything at CES yeah <laughs> that's just a that's oh wait didn't Microsoft pull out of CES last year that's yeah, why so. I strongly suspect yeah they won't yeah do CES. um that was thanks Sam I got you <laughs> that was that's where it was am I crazy to think that I want this so it is a very compelling Android tablet. Except that it's running it has some an weird Intel processor, right. and it's hard to know if how Android works on Intel processors from time to time. Like, like, yeah. like we know how it runs on standard ARM stuff. Anything else, like it, you know, you're just not sure. Like the 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 Nexus Nine is a perfect example. It, that's ARM, but it's a 64 bit, and like Android on a new processor is always a little, yeah. Um, the Weird. other thing is it's running that other launcher. Who cares? Uh, but it's coming with an unlocked bootloader, so like it is a completely hackable tablet. You can do whatever the hell you want to it, which is really cool. Do you want to talk about the specs of this thing? Uh, yeah. Didn't, didn't he just? I, Not really, no. I mean, what it's running an it? Intel processor. What right. That's like, really the spec that matters. I mean, it's same size screen as an iPad. It's an iPad. I mean, yeah. like, yeah, it's it a really 2048 like, by 1536 resolution. Like, seven nine screen. It's got, a, it's got the reversible USB connector, yeah, which that's is cool. cool. Yeah. Um, that will be cool. It's a fully laminated display. Hype check uh, your reversible USB connectors. Dope. <laughs> Can I ask you like a nerdy question yeah. as somebody like who builds PCs but doesn't really know how I'm doing it yeah. when it happens at the end? So two gig of RAM sounds really small to me. Yeah. Uh, and everybody mm-hmm. wants like nice shiny uh, games and just graphic stuff on their, their... Two, two gig RAM for Android is basically bog standard these days. Three gigs is better. Oh, no, I mean, I get that it's standard for tablets in general, like mm-hmm. two to three, but that still seems like, is it just because it's so expensive to go higher than that? No, I, yeah. I, mean, I think it's literally, and it's or also is there like, no reason to do it because the processor isn't going to really. I, my, I think like the iPhone and the iPad are starved for RAM. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Safari is the worst on these devices. Uh, uh, but with Android, I have never really like, run into that issue. Interesting. Like I think Android's actually better at memory management in that way. 
Um, whereas with the iPhone, it's like, oh, this app is going to restart now. I feel like that's just the weird consumer technology thing. I, I, I'm kind of talking out of my ass right now, so I'll let everybody know because I'm sure they'll let yeah. me know uh, when it comes to PCs uh, and everything else. But it seems like everybody wants shiny things that are still kind of cheap. And we're seeing this with uh, the new Assassin's Creed game came out. And basically all the takedowns of this game talk about how it's the systems that are available right now aren't powerful enough to run it. Right. Like there's all we're already hitting this cap, and it's like congratulations, we're a year in. This is what right. next gen was supposed to be, and like the game's struggling. Mm-hmm. That seems depressing. And the same thing happens. I I mean, hearing when I see iPad games, I look at them and I'm like, this these games feel limited. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, I guess it's just consumers aren't going to pay for things that are necessary. Well, is that the I, no? I, I, I think it, it comes down to like a use case, right? Like um, how many people are actually going to. You max those it out. Things. Sure. And I think the games are the place where you um Oh, I just got corrected. Android is so not better at memory management. Oh, what I man. meant to say really was Android phones tend to have more memory. Uh which is fair. And I think they that's... tend to have more memory and Yeah, I mean they they manage it <clears throat> differently. Yeah, they manage it differently. They manage it in a way that tends to maximize like their use of the phone. I will say that I am not forced to reload tabs on Chrome as often as I am on Safari. Yeah. I'm 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 really re- actually just talking about Chrome. Yeah, it's basically just like it's. That's where I see it the most. It's mobile Safari and Chrome and Android. Yep, and Chrome and Android appears to be better at that than mobile Safari. Guys, you, also, got, you really got to hook me up with an Android phone to try out for my life. Get one I here. Have the Droid Turbo. Yeah, we should. Wait, is this a oh, new one? Great segue. This Dieter. is the one that it yeah, like well charges forever. This feels funny in my hand. Here's what I'm going to say. Instant. It's like it feels like it feels like the phone my dad had. <laughs> like, right. like you'd be like, "Well, this is cool. We work at the fire department. And it's got a rough egg." <laughs> it's ballistic nylon. He's a fire chief. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, show some respect. Let me ask you. So here's what I know about this phone. Then I'm just going to okay. say it out loud. This phone is a piece of garbage. Oh, it is a piece of garbage. It's a huge disappointment. And as the editor-in-chief of The Verge, I will say that uh, this, the fact that we gave it a 7.7 makes me sad. Uh, so, very mm. many people will be fired. Uh, <laughs> the, like the whole staff, actually. Got it. Like, how could you not see this? The reason <laughs> this phone Institutional failure. Is, so Verizon can make a bunch of money. Okay. And so that consumers can buy a thing that has a huge battery. And um, that's it. The Those fit- <laughs> commercials? It, 15 minutes to get eight hours of battery. Well, here's what I know. Yeah, but I can yeah. do that on my Moto X. The, the, <laughs> hey, you now. can. Because that's, that's actually a Qualcomm thing. Yeah, it is Qualcom absolutely thing. not a like it's a Qualcomm's world. We're all just living in it. So <laughs> wow. the, the thing is, it doesn't, get, it doesn't quite achieve the battery life. And it's got a way faster processor, way more RAM, much higher resolution camera. And it performs worse than this beautiful piece of art that I right. have right here made by the same company. Wow. Right. So Dieter has a new Moto X with a with its black front and uh, wood walnut. back. Walnut yeah. back. It with is beautiful. A, with co- so that's bronze, what I'm going to try. Uh, you should get that. Well, this camera is I mean, is you'll, Dieter will kill you. Shit. <laughs> Went it's from dumpster fire, dumpster, <laughs> no, dumpster fire. That camera does suck. We we all Casey Newton was in town this week, and we all went to dinner last night. And we like at one point I came back and I was like, Ross, how's dinner? How are things going? And he's like, It's great. Dieter's been trying to take a picture for like fifteen minutes. Mm. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> like you just couldn't do it. No, but Dieter was so happy when he got the Moto X. I am, and still it's a beautiful happy. phone, except for this camera. And then you hold the Droid Turbo, and it's like. Mm. This is why, I mean, this phone, I mean, here. and I will say this to you, this phone is the greatest argument for net neutrality ever made. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. this is what happens when you let Verizon do things, and like, they don't is, know how. It has a faster processor, and it screws up scrolling in Chrome. It has more RAM, and when you move things up and down on the screen, it like goes... Why? Why does that also, phone do that? I don't know. If, someone, if you're an engineer and can tell me why the jelly scrolling effect exists on this phone... Please tell me. Maybe they did it on purpose, like the back of the phone. Right? Is like, it skin? Like someone made this decision. It's like doing what? this haptic thing all day. The little oh, buzzy the, thing? Oh, yeah. yeah, love it. Um, you I, like haptic feedback? I like this. I, oh, yeah. I do. Oh, oh, God. Your Hype check, haptic feedback. I jailbreak for that shit. <laughs> I think our podcast is over for the week, everybody. I think we've, we've we once again, we, yeah, like, we're in the red. <laughs> We're like we're standing at the line. It's like we're just at our feet. We're just staring at it. Better call Saul premieres in February. That's Great. something. All right, let's let's move on. We should we there are two things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I'll, Chris, I'll, uh, gambler's choice. Uh, we actually have to talk about Uber, but we can do that 
before or after we talk about cereal and podcasts. Let's get Uber out of the way. All right. All right. Yeah. Dieter, you want to do the Uber news? Uber has an asshole problem. Yeah. Nicely, okay. So now I saw that headline from Matthew Iglesias. Yeah. Yes. No, um, that was the box. Box. Um, so there was a dinner that was supposedly off the record, but uh, nobody told BuzzFeed reporter. And if someone doesn't tell you something's off the record, guess what? It's not. And at this dinner, uh, an Uber executive whose name I forget, Michael something Michael. Anyway, he intimated that it would be a great idea for Uber to spend a million dollars to dig up dirt on a reporter, uh, Sarah Lacey from Pando Daily. And uh, in addition, it also came out that Uber has a God mode where they can, if anybody wants to, executives at the company can go and look at people's movements in Uber when they've taken Mm -hmm. an Uber. And... So there's privacy issues. There's being a huge jerk to the press issues. There's all sorts of insane things. And oh. Uber's CEO issued a non-apology apology. Uh, and it's just like this is like par for the course for this company, which has done lots of things like this. This just broke. Oh, uh, what's feed? Uber has in recent weeks – I just – this one. Uber has in recent weeks sought to hire opposition researchers to weaponize facts to use against the taxi industry, according to a confidential recruiting document obtained by BuzzFeed News and confirmed by the company. So they are doing this opposition research thing, right? right. They hired David Plough, who's like the Obama campaign manager, yep. and he's running an oppo campaign against their political opponents, right. which is probably where this idea came from, right? We can run an oppo campaign against taxi, which is fair because that's a political lobby. Um, but running it against a journalist seems like a huge dick move. And I think that's the Uber problem, right? They have no limits on their behavior. Right. It's also a really gross misunderstanding of what journalism is. Like right. I, I can see how somebody who is at that company is like, well, it's game meets game. Like you write about me and I write about you not understanding what journalism is or what a public service is or like writing for an audience that needs to hear things is. Just, I mean, that that feels like it's just slander. If you're going to go after a person for literally nothing but to expose dirt on them, right, right. It, it it's, I mean, it's like you said, it's gross. I mean, what I wrote down is gross, but gross. <laughs> well, the, the problem is that Uber is. It, let me ask you a question. Straight on. I ask you this question, Chris Plant. Okay. Is Uber a technology company? <laughs> I already know your answer to this. Well, I know, I know, I know you do. But, um, but tell the people. I think it has aspirations to be a technology company. Right. I do. I think it is there right now. I mean, it is in the sense that it it did the app and other people didn't. Yeah. And, and the app, it, the and, and the app nice. is technology. App but is I think it has yeah. ambitions to be something much more. Yeah. We're, this is actually, if, I don't know if you want to do the lead in right now, but it's lead in into our podcast conversation. That's way too soon. We need okay. to, we well, need to keep well, we'll, we'll bump back on to right. it. Okay. But uh, we'll bring that back up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, so, I, so I think Uber is kind of not, right? I think they built this back end, which is cool. Yeah. But they don't actually do the next thing that you would do if you know where everyone in a city is going, which is like tell drivers where to be, right? It's basically like drivers get an iPhone, the iPhone has an app, and you push the button if the driver happens to be around, they can come pick you up. And there's some like rating stuff and then some extraordinarily opaque surge pricing stuff, which is their fault, right? If they yeah. would just tell you, Instead of, like, making drunk people do math, which is stupid, like a stupid design decision, if they would just tell you this is will cost more. Well, they – yeah, I mean, they do it now, but they didn't at first. But you can get a, an estimate. You can, like, I'm going to go there. No, that, that, that's, like, 15 clicks away. Yeah, well. Right? Sure. I mean, like, Uber just doesn't tell you how much it's going to cost. At, at no point in, like, the basic Uber experience is, like, it predicting cost part of the flow. Right. And then when it's surge pricing, it's, like – well, we haven't told you how much the baseline is, but this will be 3.7x. And it's like, yeah, okay. And they're like, but confirm the 3.7x. And that's why people are confused. They're like, that sounds reasonable. I bet this isn't going to be cheap. And then it's like $700. Yeah. And like, that's just their problem, right? Their problem is they don't really, they haven't done the rest of the work. They've done all the work to be huge. And now they're like being really aggressive, being huge. And then when people point out that they're assholes or that, the flow of their technology is like reflective of the fact they're assholes. Yeah. They respond by being bigger assholes. Right. And like that's like if you want to be a technology company, which I think that they do, what they should actually do is pro- like 
go to a place where their dominance is related to how good their technology is instead of how like how much of a jerk they are. Yeah. I mean, I'm just waiting for nice Uber or New York City to get an app out. Yeah. Like that that's what's frustrating about it's this. It's never going to happen. Well, yeah, but I mean I mean I who who knows maybe I I'm not realistic, but like I would rather pay the current New York City taxi rate and know like that the company is treating people okay. Like, well, that's like the thing is Uber beings. does not treat the drivers well. Drivers are assumed like, – they get told that they're going to get paid a certain amount and they don't get paid that at all. This was the story did about veterans. They also have been pushing uh, drivers to take these uh, loans for cars that yeah. uh, were basically subprime and they couldn't afford them. It was a bad idea for to take these loans. Uh, they, they are just bad actors all around, but they have – they got to a better app before anybody else and yep. then they – have aggressively through these tactics, um, Operation Slog too, uh, gotten bigger than everybody else, and so they're trying to win just by having scale. Right. No, it's, so it's, like, it's like the Walmartization of taxis. But it's also like, and um, I don't know. We've been we've been talking about this on and off. Uh, the whole staff isn't talking on and off. And I'm, like, I've stolen all of my points from the whole staff. None of these are mine. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, but like they have like God View or God Mode, right? Where you can like look. They have parties where they put famous people up on the on the screen and be like, "Here's where Britney Spears is in Uber right now," or "Here's her last Uber ride," and it's like that's crazy, right? And like what that reflects is an idea that the rules that govern like virtual worlds and software should also be the rules that govern real life. And it's not true. But Which, you, yeah, is it, I think it's something that is a bigger issue that needs to go both ways, too. But, that, I think but that's, that's the Uber a, thing. Yeah, like yeah. Uber is the ultimate expression of we can do it, so we're gonna. For sure. I Well, I think Twitter and other social media also have a different version of that where it's mm-hmm. like we're going to apply a lot of public laws yeah. and not have to – basically so we don't have to worry about shit. Right. So, I mean, it's maybe a reverse, but I, I, I think – I don't know. I see I – see, Twitter, especially, but also other social media companies, at least they at the at a bare minimum, they have a veneer of trying to do the right thing and having ethics policy. In a lot of cases, there's actually some like real. I mean, Twitter wants to do the right thing. Be responsible for like democratic revolutions, right? Right. Like that's Twitter's aspiration. Uber like wants to make you feel like a pimp. That's like a thing that they say. Yeah. Uh, They have like services where like hot chicks pick you up, like. Oh yeah, and they partner with like people. They partner with different com- different companies of like here a tank is yeah. gonna pick you up. You just right. Uber a tank. Hype <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, check Ubering a tank. That's bust. Bust. Hype check Uber right now. Not in a good place, man. Ooh, rough. It's rough. All right, make your podcast segue. Okay, so my segue for this. Oh, how is it going to do it? Well, I'll start and we'll work my way there. We want to talk about Serial, but there's another podcast out there that I think everybody should listen to okay. that is similar. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Startup? Yeah. yeah. Startup is great. Alex Bloomberg, who did, uh, what is Planet it? Money. Planet Money. And now is documenting his process of starting up his own podcast network. Right. And it's great. It's, it feels a lot like Serial uh, in that he is telling you the through line of the story, but then he'll intercut interviews or it'll be like hey here's a conversation that i recorded with my wife or here's an ad from mailchimp or here's here's what's their ad company in this nerd wallet is the one they have mailchimp can i can i just read i actually use mailchimp can i can i mailchimp well you did the whole part of the ending uh i love mailchimp that's great uh can i just interrupt this to read a story that just went off the business inside look at the verge cast watch us read the internet no no here we go Over the weekend, Business Insider's office was robbed. I feel bad for them. Oh, no. Fortunately, most of our equipment is safely locked up, but everything that wasn't nailed down, a computer, two digital cameras, a Google TV, a DSLR, some smartphones, and high-end phones was jacked. Well, almost everything. A flip cam was outlying in plain sight. Oh, man. It was bright orange. The thief saw it, but couldn't be bothered to take it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Remember flip cam? (laughs) Wow. Sorry. All right. Carry on. That... Is something or flip cams? And you know, I one like time at CS, I got into a huge argument with Chris Grant about the size, the potential size of like the Sony bloggy camera market. I don't remember what the argument is. Right, we were like drunk, we were in a casino, and like I was like, "This is why tech is so much bigger than games, man. They're going to sell oh. so many bloggy cams." 
Grant, I could literally smell beer on your beer. Yeah. And, and Grant was like, I just don't, I don't think you're right about that one, Neil. <laughs> And like, here we are now. I don't, I don't think that's the way it's going to mm-hmm. turn out. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't um, think so. Don't see it. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know, man. People are going to buy the hell out of it. It was bad. Bad. I like to practice oh. my arguments on other I people. I cannot wait for my first public. CES. You are just really getting me hyped up. <laughs> it's coming, by the way. Uh-huh. Yeah. CES we've invites been, are going out. We've been doing out. lots of planning. Preparing. All right. Please, please continue your podcast discussion. Oh. On our podcast. Yeah. I'm there was somehow that it connected to Uber, I promise. But it doesn't matter. The, the well, so here's is, here's the news hook. Serial has been is now like the most popular podcast yeah. ever. It's been downloaded five million times or streamed five million times, said ass as Apple. Everyone loves it. There's podcasts about a podcast, which is amazing. We are on this podcast talking about podcasts about a podcast. Uh what? I remember the connection. Go Sir, ahead, get it. Okay. So in the show, mm-hmm. uh, and this isn't a spoiler, I think it's like the first or second episode, he's talking to uh, a big investor, and the investor is like, yeah, In the startup podcast thank you. is what you're talking um, about. And he's like, uh, I think it, it has to be a technology company. And he's like, it can't just be a podcast. Here are all the things that you could do on top of it. And it's basically taking data or adding in a cool app or doing all those things. And what I was thinking with Uber is it hasn't had that phase. It hasn't had that like... Taking the data and using it for, I mean, what Google would do is like marketing. Or right. taking that data and using it for the extra stream of cash. Or it's just actually going to fix, cover fix podcasts, which is a weird mess of files and streaming. Yeah, well, that's what Startup is doing. Yeah, because it's like, this is silly. You're just getting in an MP3 from an RSS feed yep. on iTunes. Well, what I'm saying, so that's the interesting thing. Uh, and I think this actually, like, you know, Uber just did like a partnership with Spotify. Like, Podcasts are really popular because people listen to them in cars. Like Sarah Koenig was like, we wanted something that people would listen to in their cars. Like we wanted to make a Netflix serialized drama for commuters, right? So we're going to do this long running thing. And that's like a fascinating way to think about a show. But as someone who's been doing a podcast for a long time, like what's the, all of the back end of the business of this is completely up in the air. And what you're seeing right now is this like rush of innovation because there are no fixed ways of doing it and all the ways of doing it kind of don't make money. Right. Like, uh, it's great that male Kemp is, <laughs> is probably like now the when world's, you, yeah. you said it so seriously, too. uh, world's most, literally I think, you know, it's actually the, the, my favorite thing about cereal right now is that I always listen to it at 1.5 X speed. Yeah, me too. Um, and so oh, that's a good life hack. Because I listened to the first episode and it was like 50 minutes long. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to die soon. Yeah. I couldn't possibly. And I've only listened to the first episode. Yeah. Uh, everybody everybody that listens to podcasts listens that fast. Uh, I mean, I like it at the pace that they make no, it. So because I, I, believe I went back and listened to some choice. of it. I went back and listened. To it, but it's funny because the music is sped up, too. And you yeah. Know, and I got really disoriented by the music being <laughs> yeah. different. It, it felt uh, like like slow and creepy, like you were going into like a bad horror movie. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Link. this is supposed to be Link. ominous. Link. It's not supposed to be Link. jaunty. Link. This is a yeah. story yeah. about a murder. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. <laughs> um, but no, the back end is crazy. Like Metrics on a podcast are impossible to get. Yep. You know, how many, like they, how many you, people you put it on RSS show. feed and there's no way to track RSS feeds because Google bought FeedBurner and then just let it die. Yep. And so they just like files go out and who knows? Guys, if you watch the Vergecast tweet, I watched the hashtag Vergecast. I'm being told something. <laughs> um, I need to watch slash listen to serial on 1.5 x what app do you recommend i do that i just with. use the Actually, podcast app um i i wasn't and you can I, adjust I, the time in the app yeah yeah there's like this is like i think now like a baseline feature of podcast no, i didn't know that so uh, uh as long as we're talking about podcasts i didn't know what we could tease us but i totally can we have an entire top shelf episode about podcasts coming out the day after thanksgiving including an interview with, with the people behind the startup podcast what yeah why didn't you tell me? Because I didn't know that I could because it was a big secret. But now, and now I'm you telling know, everybody. Brian. That's great. Right. You yeah, should listen to that be really podcast good. before you read this because <laughs> the podcast is great. Well, no, I just think it's funny. I think that we, you know, we last time we had this big conversation about unbundling and, and media. And, like, I think we're just in a moment where, like, everything on the internet is, like, the 90s again. 
It's like Slack is like really popular, but it's like AOL chat rooms. Like it's just we're coming back around to a bunch of old ideas about yeah. media because it turned out some of them are really good. Coming back around to work. all the good ideas from the 90s uh, about media except for the open web. That one, not so much. <laughs> it's not coming back. Look, ever. the 90s were great. Uh, I've checked the 90s. The best. What? How old were you? Uh, zero through ten. <laughs> I was born on June nineteenth, nineteen ninety. I mean, it's like I would like to say, like the eighties were the best, but zero through ten is not a. Also, like, zero through nine. That's how old, old I was. Zero through nine. 80s. You're right. You're right. I was I, I was two through twelve in the eighties, so I I'm good. I can I can count. I mean, I have I have some fond eighties. Anyway, whatever. All I'm saying is eighties are Mustangs and mullets. What are you talking about? That's the eighties, Mustangs and mullets. Hype check the eighties. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't around. How can you hype check the 90s but not be able to hype check the 80s based on f- effectively the same amount of cultural influence? The 80s was like Top Gun and Back to the Future. Are you, wh- who are you looking at? Yeah, why the are people. you <laughs> the people? The people. That the was really upsetting. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, he's finally gone All off right. the deep end. <laughs> Sam, Sam just confidently staring into nothing and being like, the 80s was about Top Gun. Thumbs up. The 80s was about Top Gun, and I own Top Gun on Blu-ray, and it was great. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I was going to say something. Else. Oh, podcast. <laughs> no, it's. I think it's crazy that like radio is as a format. Coming back. The shadow knows. And I think it's... it's it makes me knows. mad. It doesn't... What? Well, why? Because I never stopped listening to podcasts. Like everyone's like, oh, yeah, it sucks. There's an audience that could potentially pay for more of these good things. Knowledgeable, okay? Oh yeah, boy. I have deep-seated issues that are completely obvious to everybody. (laughs) More than a minute. (laughs) Uh, What's your relationship with your father like? Actually, it's pretty good. (laughs) That's nice. He's a really nice guy. It's really good to hear. Spit an image of Alan Alda, actually. Really? Yeah, he's really Alan is a beautiful man. Saw well, okay. him in, uh, what Klinger the listener can't see is how jauntily Dieter picked up his beer and was like, spitting him in jail and all that. And like, you ever seen MASH? <laughs> <laughs> Suicide is painless, you see? That was a song. Have you ever seen MASH, Sam? Yep. The movie or the TV show? Do you know, know what MASH is? All I know is that it's, it's branded in all caps with asterisks. What does MASH stand for? Hype check. I don't, acronyms. I really... Oh, acronyms are... Acronyms are cool, lol. <laughs> What does the show go every week? Wow. Uh, um, should we just uh, take it? Yeah, to the... I, think, I think we can wrap it for that. <laughs> I think Acronyms Wall Acron- Acron- is pretty much cool. a, a really commentary on everything uh, we've done today. Here's, here's some news that just broke a little bit. Man, why okay. does news keep breaking during the Vergecast? Stop it. Well, it broke last night, but our guys are arguing about it. Okay. Uh, Sony might be killing the Steve Jobs movie, uh, mm-hmm. but Universal oh. might be picking it up. Oh. Interesting. Who is uh, the latest Jobs in this one? I don't know, but this movie has always seemed like a stupid idea. Wasn't right? this like the three different press conferences? Right. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a, you know. Do you yeah. want? Do you want to go through it? I mean, from what I know of it, it's uh, the writer of the newsroom. Yes. And also West Wing. Uh, yeah, he, he did some other on. stuff, but let's focus on the newsroom. So Social Network. Also Sports Night. Um, and you know what? Sports Night overrated. Uh, with the laugh track, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Both uh, ways. Um, okay, we're not going to get into it right here. But it's in the movie, it's like uh, before the Apple II announcement, the iPod and the iPad. Right. Is that it? And Lisa Jobs' like, other first daughter that he refused to acknowledge paternity of uh, is apparently the heroine, according to Aaron Sorkin. Interesting. Which is insane. So I would, I mean, just the idea that I mean, not necessarily. If he knows, like, they're she's not like a public figure. Maybe, but how do you set? Maybe he knows more about her story than we do. Backstage before the iPod being announced, and have Lisa Brennan Jobs be there. She might know. He might know more about her involvement in that thing than you do. That's fair. I just don't think she was backstage at that. Or it just makes great storytelling, and it's just a great device to get the story of it out. Yeah, it's the Macintosh something something. The Somebody next. in my ear explained it's it. The to Mac, me. the Next, and the iPod. Oh yeah, those By are the my way, favorite. But if you think like that is not, I, and it's the the. Have you watched the, Have you watched the iPod reveal on video? Like it's out there on YouTube. Like, yeah, it's like it's weird. Yeah, it's so like it was, this tiny, it was held it's on Apple it's campus, like about the size of where we're sitting right now, and like Steve Jobs is like standing on a stage, and it's like like imagine like. The distance from you to me and, like, the iPod is getting announced in front of you. That's what it looks like. It's crazy. And, like, 
just like quiet, no giant production, just like right. Steve Jobs walks out in front of a room full of people. Is like, hey guys, this thing is cool. Yeah. No, I mean the Doesn't thing like it out. Yeah. But it's not like how do you make this movie and not have the iPhone in it? Like just in any way, shape, or form, how do you make this movie and not have the iPhone? Yeah. In it? Right. The like the iPhone is the thing that like transforms this business. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it back a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna guess. Mm-hmm. This is just me. Even though not all the newsroom is great. Yeah. Aaron Sorkin is a master storyteller sure is. who understands where to put act breaks and has a very specific narrative that I, he wants I to have, tell. I have a counterpoint. No, be my guess. I have a counterpoint. But it has nothing to do with the object. It has everything to do with the person. Newsroom season two. There's my counterpoint. I, I haven't watched the newsroom. But I think, I, think he, I think he gets how to do story. I mean, who would have thought The Social Network would be a good movie? The dude knows how yeah, to write a story. a very good movie, man. You know how you, you, know how you save this movie? You don't make it? College kids singing a cappella. Oh <gasps> Hit it, Rockapella. Where in the world is okay, now we're done with the podcast. <laughs> now we are one hundred percent done with this podcast. Sam, have you ever seen an episode of Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? I played the game. You played the game. Oh wait, are you trolling me right now? No, I'm legitimately asking you. Dude. I need to close my laptop for this. What, Fucking, what's going to happen? When, so... <laughs> I always get uh, so put on his Carmen Sandiego costume. In April. In April. Right, 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 no, no, no. This is, this is a good story. Okay. In April, I was walking in the streets of the fine <laughs> city of New York. I saw Carmen Sandiego. I saw Carmen Sandiego. I took a picture Car- of this woman. Carmen Sandiego. I took a picture of this woman wait, wait, wait. wearing you a, of wait, a woman creep that you didn't shot know. It. Yes, right. I, I have no shame. And you, you creep and, shot at a fictional. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, wait. and was she was it? wearing the hat and the coat. Okay, and a few days later, I submitted it to Reddit, and it was number one overall. You're welcome. Surprise! A, a, a photo of a woman who didn't know she was getting a photo taken of her <laughs> no, was no. number one on Reddit. But, no, the Surprise. story. The story gets better. There's the a story, reason. <laughs> the story is that you. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I want to hear the rest <laughs> of the story. So, so it was number one on Reddit, and it was awesome. And my title was "I Found Her." And it got upvoted a lot, and it was on the front page of Reddit, and it was n- literally number one overall, and I have a screenshot. Okay. And just yesterday, I was looking through old photos because Nathan, Seikert, we were just— Okay, I will say— No, 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 wait. Let me finish the story. Sorry, you can so, finish it. So, so I tweeted. I was like, throwback to this awesome moment, and I was just like, total. this is a total brag. I was number one on Reddit. Then— there is a BuzzFeed story that comes out yesterday, and it was like 24 reasons these humans got out of bed or something. And the first photo in this list was my picture. Did you get credit? No. Nope. Yes. Yeah, Reddit, everyone. Oh, I found your picture. Yeah, I'm looking right at it. By the way, this is apparently a meme of creep shotting women in hats on Reddit and saying it's Carbon San Diego. So- I, I didn't know that that was a meme. I submitted it to R Funny. So thank you, everyone. But thank it, you, this, the, thank it was you Reddit a, community. It was just a wild wow. coincidence that I tweeted about it. The author, I actually tweeted at him. Nice dude, seemingly. Um, he didn't see that I tweeted, and it was just super ironic. Samantha Mason, actually, uh, someone on our legal staff, tweeted at me last night. She was like, did you see this BuzzFeed, BuzzFeed post? Just, and I was just like— Can we hear this story already? <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, isn't— I, I, uh, it was Sam? exciting. It was, just, right? it was a crazy coincidence that you brought up Carmen San Diego and this whole thing happened in the last 24 hours. I enjoyed That's your fair. story. I, I liked your story too. It, it Look, got guys, the second time. I got, I got the coin beta <laughs> here. Hype check, coin beta. It's cool. It works. It was really buggy when I was trying to like sync it and activate it, but after you get it, it just works like a credit card and it's cool. All right. <laughs> All right. I left good. my, I've left my wallet. In, on my desk today and got lunch. You you should have said El, El Segundo. Don't worry. It's a different joke. Okay. What? Wow, even, even Dieter didn't understand that. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. It's a good song. But anyway. Yeah. That was our show. Great. As where, always, where in time is Carmen Sandy? As always, it stumbled to a close. <laughs> and I think that's why. <laughs> fingernails breaking off to get to the finish line please please go back in time and stop yourself from listening to this and then tell that person to rate us on itunes yeah so there are many ways to communicate with us uh you can tweet at us you can leave a comment in the post the way that we wish for you to communicate with us is by opening itunes do us that favor i know it hurts um leave us a review Mm -hmm. uh five stars give chris that fifth star <laughs> but wait, what are, what are people going to write about on iTunes this week? I think 
on iTunes, they should tell us a story of the next time Sam meets Carmen Sandiego. <sighs> I think it's I think that's probably going think, to involve I, yeah, I a restraining order. Fan fiction about <laughs> Maybe Sam's meeting. Fan fiction about Sam meeting Carmen San Diego. I think it's a really wait. Is this the Carmen San Diego really I saw in the street, or like the fictional? Any, any, sure. Sam, here's the thing about creativity. All right, it's some in some moments you don't need rules. You, 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 yeah. you create a box, in, and then yeah. that in, you fill it in. Yeah. You create a corner, a pipe, and yeah, uh, yes. You work your way out. Are you painting the floor? Actually, you, you can do two things. You, you, uh, there are two two choices. Oh, God, there are two because uh, this is a question that I actually need the answer to. Okay. Two choices. One, you can tell a story about Sam meeting Carmen San Diego in whichever right. way you and want and keep it G rated, please, please. I would prefer a PG thirteen. Oh, G. Please. So there's like cursing allowed. <laughs> please, G. <laughs> so or, like ride the teen wave. Or you can tell me actually what, make it make it a, a number. <laughs> Don't do it. Or you can tell me. What the name of the area that Sam sits should be? Calling. I like that. I like that one better because sweat box, is sweat what lodge, I've been going hype corner, sweat no, sweat no. lodge, <laughs> teen area, thirteen no. time teen today area. in Sam's sweat lodge. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, it is has always been a pleasure. Add us on Snapchat, the real to, verge. Uh, be in your brain in this way, or in your car, or in your home, irritating the ones you love, uh, and you know, just being a family. And that's it. That's the virtue. Oh, we're not we're not back next week because <laughs> of Thanksgiving. On. Yeah, we will we, are. we will be taking at least a week off for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just next week one. we'll be giving thanks. Yeah, and then yeah. we'll be back again. That's it. Now is that. Bye.